genders, we have made it. Can you believe it? I am so proud of you if you have read this entire book with me. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed all the little projects along the way at your reading response journal. Don't forget, you can find it at bit.ly forward slash VDPS project journal. So not too late. Do something today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this book. It's one of my favorite, favorite read-alouds. It's such a great book to read aloud to an audience. So I'm grateful to you for being my audience, and I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed reading it. Have a great summer vacation, Defenders. I will see you one way or another in September, whether it's at school or online. Have a relaxing summer vacation. I will see you all soon. Here we go. Chapters 52 and Coda of The Tale of Despero. Chapter 52, Happily Ever After. But the question you want answered, I know, is did they live happily ever after? Yes and no. What of Rescuro? Did he live happily ever after? Well, the Princess P gave him free access to the upstairs of the castle, and he was allowed to go back and forth from the darkness of the dungeon to the light of the upstairs. But, alas, he never really belonged in either place. The sad fate, I am afraid, of those whose hearts break and then mend in crooked ways. But the rat, in seeking forgiveness, did manage to shed some small light, some happiness, into another life. How? Roscuro, reader, told the princess about the prisoner who had once owned a red tablecloth, and the princess saw to it that that prisoner was released. And Roscuro led the man up out of the dungeon and to his daughter, Miggery Sow. Mig, as you might have guessed, did not get to be a princess. But her father, to atone for what he had done, treated her like one for the rest of his days. And what of Despero? Did he live happily ever after? Well, he did not marry the princess, if that's what you mean by happily ever after. Even in a world as strange as this one, a mouse and a princess cannot marry. But reader, they can be friends. And they were. Together they had many adventures. Those adventures, however, are another story. And this story, I'm afraid, must now draw to a close. But before you leave, reader, imagine this. Imagine an adoring king and a glowing princess, a servant girl with a crown on her head and a rat with a spoon on his, all gathered around a table in a banquet hall. In the middle of the table, there is a great kettle of soup. Sitting in the place of honor, right next to the princess, is a very small mouse with very big ears. And peeking out from behind a dusty velvet curtain, looking in amazement at the scene before them, are four other mice. Mon Dieu, look, look, says Antoinette. He lives, he lives, and he seems such as a happy mouse. Forgiven, whispers Lester. Cripe, said Furlough, unbelievable. Just so, says the third master Hobbes, smiling, just so. And reader, it is just so, isn't it? The end. Coda. A coda is like an epilogue, which is one small paragraph written after the book. Coda. Do you remember when Despero was in the dungeon, cupped in Gregory the jailer's hand, whispering a story in the old man's ear? I would like it very much if you thought of me as a mouse telling you a story, this story, with the whole of my heart, whispering it in your ear in order to save myself from darkness and to save you from the darkness, too. Stories are light, Gregory the Jailer told Despero. Reader, I hope you have found some light here.